Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Happiness Journey with Dr. Dan podcast, where every journey is worth living. My name is Dr. Dan, and I'm your host for today's episode. I am a cognitive behavior psychotherapist specializing in anger management issues, both court-appointed and private, marriage counseling, dissociative disorders, narcissistic personality disorders, depression, anxiety, dream analysis, and also provide life, business, and retirement coaching support. If you need any assistance, reach out to DMV Counseling and Therapy Services at 301-325-1550. And my website is Life Coach Dan Amzalag. Today, I'm very excited to have at our podcast on season three, episode two, a very special guest, Victoria Gallagher. Just like every of my past episodes, I will leave it up to the guests to properly introduce themselves as no one can do a better job. Um, Victoria, the floor is yours. Yes, thank you so much for having me on the sh- on the show. Uh, it's just a privilege and a pleasure, and I I love your podcast, The Happiness Journey. I think that's def- definitely a journey that everyone needs to uh, take. So, about me, I am a, a law of attraction hypnotist, is is what I'm known for, and uh, I'm best selling author. I've written uh, four uh, number one best selling books on on Amazon. I have been practicing uh, hypnosis, hypnotherapy, law of attraction techniques, personal development uh, since 1999. Actually, even before that, since 1986 is really when I wow. kind of uh, when I read my first self-help book. And I help people. I help, uh, you know, people with uh, business and career success, entrepreneurs uh, to break free of their fears, their doubts, their limitations, anything that's getting in the way of achieving success. And, you know, part of that is because, you know, I had those things. And so I understand what uh, people are, are going through when it comes to that. And uh, in addition to that, I'm an app developer of a very popular hypnosis app that's available on Android and, uh, and uh, (laughs) Apple. (laughs) And you can tell I didn't have a script written out for my introduction here. So I'm just kind of going with the flow. So anyway, thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you so much for coming as well, Victoria. I know that you're very busy with uh, your many clients, so I wanted to not take too much time of your schedule. Now, um, let's de- you know delve deep into what brought you to become an expert in the law of attraction. You said that, did you personally go through a very challenging time yourself that you decided that, you know what, I need to find something different in my life and I need to be able to teach it to others? I absolutely did. And, uh, you know, I, I there's been different checkpoints. But I think one of the times that really stands out for me was when I was, it seemed like I was at the epitome of success in my life, in my career. I was, you know, in my late twenties, I had it all figured out. I was a financial consultant earning six figure income. Um, You know, people loved me. I had a corner office. I had a great car, great house, husband. I, you know, I was in great shape. Like I had nothing, no complaints, but I found myself like all of a sudden, just really depressed and anxious and stressed out. 
and loss of passion and couldn't get out of bed to get into work. Like I'm literally supposed to go into work and be at my desk by six, six 30. And I, I couldn't even manage to get out of bed until 10 o'clock. I was just really fell upon a depression. And so I started seeing a therapist and the therapist recommended that I go take this personal development, um, seminar. And so, you know, and I was a little skeptical of it at the time. I kind of thought it might be culty or whatever. And so, um, so I spent four days really, really diving in and getting to know myself and really learning about the power of your mind. And, you know, like literally in the front of the room, it was, there was this huge sign there to think is to create. And I loved that. And, you know, and I was a big fan of, uh, some self-help, like some self-help books, like total self-confidence and, uh, think and grow rich and things, you know, of that nature. But this seminar really, had us experience ourselves and do these amazing techniques and a lot of closed eye techniques. And it was in that four days that I really realized that this is what I want to, this is the gift that I want to give to other people. I want to have other people go through this transformational process. And I just kind of like, I've realized that I was not on my life path anymore. Um, you know, as a financial consultant, I really wanted to, and I didn't know exactly what that looked like, but fast forward uh, about a year or so later, I stumbled upon a hypnotherapy certification training. And I decided that I wanted to create, um, a library of, recordings and audios that people could listen to in the comfort of their own home, because I wanted people to come to the seminar, but most people, you know, kind of shied away from that, didn't have the money, didn't have the time, whatever. So I just wanted to take all those excuses away from people and say, well, for 20 bucks, you can (laughs) download this great audio and you can actually participate in any aspect of this as you like. And, you know, before you knew it, that ultimately became a, uh, worldwide phenomenon. My, uh, my site, be, you know, got recognized as one of the leaders in hypnotherapy recordings and the rest is history. And that was over 22 years ago. Wow. So the, the hypnosis, uh, hypnosis therapy, is it kind of like self-guided meditation if someone wants to do it from home will they have to kind of like listen to specific positive affirmation to be able to guide them into what they really looking for to do in their lives or is it mostly those who actually feel uh, down or depressed they don't know exactly they think negatively so your audio will help them change their perspective is that how that works usually it does. And it's, it's really both of those things that you mentioned. So it is like a self-guided meditation. Um, when you listen to the program, it takes you into deeper realms. It takes you from the beta waking state and you listen to the suggestions. And as you do, you come down into alpha and then into theta levels of brainwaves. And when you're in that level of brainwaves, you're much, much more receptive 
receptive to receiving the suggestions. And I take you through visualizations. So much of it is about the visualization and getting in touch with the positive emotions that that brings about. And and then also listening to some of the, you know, the affirmative suggestions on there. And I mean, and I cover so many topics, it's ridiculous how many topics I, I cover anywhere from, you know, anxiety, depression, sleep, motivation, confidence, but mostly what I've been focused on, you know, over the last maybe 10 years, uh, cause I've been, you know, doing this for about 22 years, but I really realized one day, you know, many, many coaches told me like, Oh, you gotta, you, you know, you can't be all things to everyone. Yes. And so, you know, the, the, uh, where I really spend a lot of my focus is really helping, uh, the people that are, uh, would consider themselves more like a spiritual entrepreneur, um, you know, coaches or Reiki or EFT people or hypnotherapists. And I help these people, uh, using the principles of manifestation and law of attraction, uh, to find success in their, in their daily life. And I also, you know, I mean, I do help. Uh, you know, people, I have my law of attraction story about how I uh, met my, my soulmate. And, you know, I've also had a quite a journey with, um, you know, weight loss coming from an extremely obese uh, family background. I've, you know, it's been something that I kind of struggled with myself. So, um, so I've also that you can see my book back there on ultimate weight loss power and soulmates. And, you know, so I, I do still, you know, like I have a few little, uh, branches off of, you know, what I, uh, what I do with law of attraction manifesting, but that's mainly, uh, that's mainly what I focus on is law of attraction manifesting and success. Well, you and I, we do share a, a bit of a very similar past when it comes to obesity. Uh, I myself did suffer from it because I have uh, hypothyroidism. So as mm. metabolism, um, so because of that, I was more prone to be able to gain and retain the weight. So yeah. it took me a while and a lot of like uh, visit with the endocrinologist to be able to determine exactly what is the best course of action to be able to treat my hypothyroidism. But still with this, it doesn't really, unless if you start taking action, like just the laws of attraction, you could think that you're going to be thin, but if you keep eating five or six <laughs> pizza every single day, that's not going to happen. So um, what, what I've, and I'm sure that uh, the book of Rhonda Byrne, the, the Secret, which is really primarily um, purpose on the laws of attraction, um, she, I'm not sure if you noticed that or not, uh, Victoria, but she failed to be able to put a lot of emphasis on the action and belief behind the equation of thoughts become the things that you want in life. Yeah. Um, a lot of people feel that the laws are erroneous because they, they think that just they're going to think about something and it will happen. But this is, the thing is that a lot of people lack consistency and it's through repetitive action and belief that the thoughts can become the things. But a lot of people don't have the patient. They're looking for instant gratification, which is, this is not the case for the laws of attraction. Now, there's a lot of abundance out there, but people don't know how to go and reach it or go and take it. It's because they're lacking knowledge. So how do you... Um, based on your uh, practice and your knowledge, how do you teach people to be patient, to be able to keep consistent and consistent action 
and to be able to achieve what they're looking for. So I know it's kind of very hard to be able to make them think like, for example, in your career of financial advisor, you make a sale, you make the money. It's like in real estate, mm-hmm. you sell the house, you make the money after that. It's not here that they take you 10 years to be able to understand really what the laws of attraction are. So how can you convince people in your, uh, in your practice? Yeah. For, well, so for one, one, um, I just want to acknowledge and validate what you said about, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of times people think that they're practicing the law of attraction and then they feel like it's not working for them. But the truth of the matter is most people are not practicing the law of attraction. They're practicing some made up version that they think is the law of attraction. Um, But law of attraction really requires you to come into alignment with all of the manifesting conditions, uh, which I outline in my, in my book, practical law of attraction. And it's a very practical approach and it does require a number of conditions to be in alignment. There's eight. And it also requires a number of qualities. And one of those qualities being patience and being consistent. And, you know, so, you know, I go, I actually take people through a variety of different exercises to help them to, uh, to become more consistent because that is, I think it really comes down to more like you can't force somebody to do something against their will. So if they're not willing to be, uh, consistent, it's because they lack the understanding of what consistency actually is and why that's so important. And this is, it's really the same thing with patients. When a person becomes impatient with being able to achieve their goals, I think it really kind of comes down to what is underlying that uh, lack of patience. Is it trust? Is it doubt? Is it feeling like you have to be in control of, you know, the, the, the whole timeline. And I think the other thing too, and this is something that is very hard for most people to grasp is time. Um, you know, there's no really no such thing as time. It's, you know, time is just something that we have made up to appease our own ego. And, you know, the only time there actually is, is right now, everything else is, you know, you have to, um, you know, if you're living in the past and a lot of, a lot of times when people are manifesting or trying to make something happen, they are in, you know, infusing the past with their, you know, how things happened before this, this happened before. So it's, bound to happen again. And, you know, so we have to release a lot of the beliefs and the things that we've learned from our past that are getting in the way. And so that we don't bring those into our, our future and the future isn't, you know, isn't really, can't actually really be known and it isn't even guaranteed. So we have, all we can really do is we can, create our, uh, you know, what, what it is that we want to manifest, know that that's happening, visualize yourself in that future moment. But when you are 
doing the actions because it all does take an action you've got to be here right now in the present taking those those actions uh not worrying not having doubt not not coming from fear because if you're infusing fear doubt and worry into your actions you're just not you're that's all you're going to do is create more things to have fear doubt and worry about Beautiful. Wow. Now, those who actually have limiting belief in what they can actually accomplish in their lives, um, either because of depression or anxiety, I mean, too much anxiety is uh, definitely not healthy, but because of, um, you know, past memories or childhood trauma that they bring into the present, because it's very difficult to be able to kind of like cut the cord because between what happened in the past and what's going on today, they will always, that's why they come to me is because they bring that trauma from the past into the present. Now, if it's not resolved, they'll bring it to the future. And that future is just kind of like a vicious cycle that never ends because eventually the future will become the present. And what happens today is the past from what's going to happen in the future. So then it never really ends. They continue the action of them believing that they're not good enough or they, they're, uh, you know, they're not capable enough to be able to reach the wealth and abundance that the laws of attraction actually uh, disclose. So with those limited beliefs, how do you change that? How do you reboot their mind to change their perspective? The first thing is you really have to become aware of what those limiting beliefs are. And, you know, so I actually guide people into a meditation. I ask them to focus on something that they desire to create and, um, you know, and, and something that maybe they've had a hard time creating up until this point. And so I asked them, you know, just to go into a meditative state and ask themselves, what is getting in my way of creating this? Or, you know, or even just say, you know, I'm going to create this now and listen to some of the thoughts that come up. So we, we need to like get them, get into a quiet space and allow those beliefs to come up and identify exactly what they are and write them all out. Then what I'll have them do is take one or two of those beliefs that they believe are probably having the most significant impact on them getting, you know, you, you can feel it. You can look at that one and you can get a feeling about it. And when you get uh, that one, let's just, you know, say that you have this belief that, um, you know, it's, it's too hard to, it's, you know, it's too hard to make a six figure income or it's too hard to make a seven figure income or whatever it is. And whatever that belief is, you know, you want to actually start to dive in and question that belief. Where did, where did I learn that? Um, you know, and you know, is this, is this true for all people? Um, you know, start to really, uh, you know, um, what's funny about this belief, what's silly about this belief and really start to dismantle this belief and take it down. You want to, you know, put like, just like you're putting this belief on the witness stand. Mm -hmm. And the more you, the more you question this belief and interrogate this belief, I call it like interrogating that belief, the more you really interrogate that belief. Well, think about what happens when you actually interrogate somebody, you're trying to break them down. You're trying to break down that belief. And so that's exactly what we do with the belief is we break it down. Once we like break it down, we say, okay, 
what would I like to believe instead? And then you come up with what is the equally opposite new empowering belief that you would like to believe. And, and then, you know, we'll create some affirmations and some suggestions and some action steps around that belief that they can, you know, actually take into hypnosis and reprogram the mind at that level of that belief. So we'll, we'll go in and we'll like literally bring up that old belief and then we'll sort of like erase it and then create a new belief and put that new belief in that and then do some future pacing and seeing themselves in that state of what would happen if they actually did believe that. So, you know, it takes a little bit, it's not like a real simple process that, you know, it takes a little bit of just, you know, getting in touch with it breaking it down, creating new empowering belief, because you got to replace it with something. And then once you replace it, you know, it's just reinforcing until that new belief takes hold. Wow. Okay. Well, let me ask you a, a very challenging, it's like we'll call it a, a million dollar question, especially for all the entrepreneurs out there, because you said that you focus a lot of entrepreneurs um, when it comes to laws of attraction. Now, when, and as you know, entrepreneurs are stubborn as F, okay? Sorry to you. <laughs> and when they want something, they want to be able to achieve, achieve their goals, they will focus on the project and they will work their butt off. Now, mm-hmm. when things doesn't happen after a year, five years, 10 years, is it a sign that the universe says, you know what, this is not your calling? So how can you differentiate between consistent action, believe that this project will happen, focus on the work hard and hard, but yet it doesn't happen the way that you want. So is there a way that the laws of attraction is trying to redirect you somewhere else? Or um, should you continue pursuing this project? Where do you know enough is enough? You know, that is a really, really good question. And I think that that's a question that uh, an entrepreneur would need to direct to their own intuition. Um, Because I don't think that there's a one answer that fits all of those situations. I think in some cases, it could be that the timing, it just hasn't happened yet. And so they do need to continue uh, to pursue it. And maybe they're pursuing it, maybe they're holding on too tightly. Maybe they have some particular idea on how it's supposed to happen. And they need to kind of like back off a little bit and let let go of, of, of figuring out the how, because the how is not necessarily, and it's, you know, I mean, I think entrepreneurs are kind of control freaks by nature. And so we like to really, you know, dive in and figure out all the hows. Um, so I think you have to kind of look at it from a little bit more of a global, um, you know, a little bit more of a general, you know, like, uh, you know, a general goal and, and kind of back a little bit off from what are the steps that I need to take, you know, to achieve that. Maybe you're do, maybe your approach is not exactly the, the way that it's going to happen for you. It usually never is usually, you know? And so, so there is that, but then, you know, you also, want to ask yourself on the total opposite end of the spectrum, you could be right. Maybe this is, maybe you are going in the wrong direction. Maybe this 
is not the thing for you. And you are letting your ego get in the way of, of, you know, this is what you think you're supposed to be doing, but it may not be. And so, um, this is where you really need to go into like a, uh, you know, meditative state every day for 20 minutes, once or twice a day, and just ask and listen, ask, you know, it, tell me, you know, and, and I've been kind of, you know, um, I've had to do this sometimes with, with certain projects, you know, tell me what is my next step here? Tell me, you know, what am I, uh, being guided to do? What would you like me to do? Where am I, where do I need to put my focus right now and ask those questions of your intuition and you, you will get the answers. But do you think in a self-meditative state, by asking the universe where you're supposed to be directing your energy and effort, is there an answer or is it more your intuition, your inner voice that tells you where you're supposed to head out? Because the thing is, is again, it's so hard because of entrepreneurs have big ego and they just don't accept failure as an option. So they will yeah. hit and hit and hit until the wall breaks. But then to what mm-hmm. point will it break? And again, it's so difficult to be able to determine um, into to what level you have to continue and persist before you, as you mentioned, you step back and you let the how come together. Because if you try to figure out all the hows, you're going to drive yourself crazy. So how do you learn to let go, Victoria? And that's the biggest problem that we face as entrepreneurs. Yeah. Well, I think the, the way to let go personally, um, I think it's, it's all about number one, um, you know, it's, it's, it's about trusting, um, you know, that, that everything is happening in divine timing. And number two, it's also about having, uh, being, you know, uh, being grateful for the things that you already do have going for you, because here's what happens when you're grateful. So you've achieved a certain amount of success already as an entrepreneur, but, you know, I mean, when you recognize that everything, every aspect of your business at some level has been given to you, <coughs> like you're you're creating the, the structure of your business, but in order for you to make money, it requires other people to give to you. And those, all of that has been given to you. So when you focus on that gratitude sincerely with sincere, emotive feeling and appreciation, Um, and, and come from that place of like, wow, you know, look at what I have created. What's going to happen is now you're going to be focusing on what is already working for you instead of focusing on what is not working for you and where you're not and, and having this upset and this anxiety and this, you know, um, resentment about what you don't have, because when you focus on what you don't have, it creates that resentment and that anxiousness and all of that. So you got to really turn it around and focus on what you do have and what's already been given to you and say, thank you for that. Talk about a million dollar answer. That is, (laughs) 
So tell me, <laughs> people. It comes from experience yes. and we're, and doing a lot of soul searching and a lot of like internal, like, uh, <laughs> so it yes. Experience that you could actually uh, preach what you've learned yourself. And of course, you know, it's through um, failure and success that could, that you could appreciate a success when you actually do fail. And that's what a lot of people say, well, they're afraid of learning, uh, afraid of failing, but fail is the acronym for first attempt in learning. Mm, I like that acronym. So um, a lot of people are too afraid to be able to experience failure because they're afraid of how other people think of you. Who cares how other people think? That's, that's the irony. It's like they put too much effort and energy of what their reputation is from others, but others is their own life. You live your life. And that's the most important thing. So how can people find you to be able to seek for your service, Victoria? Yes. So they can, first of all, um, I encourage everyone to, you know, break through those limiting beliefs, um, easily by downloading my HypnoCloud app, um, because it just has a ton of, uh, different hypnosis sessions that help you work on various different aspects of your life. Um, so you can find that by just you know, going to, uh, the app stores and typing in hypno cloud and, um, and then how you can just find me in general is on my website, Victoria M Gallagher.com. And there you'll be able to find all my books, courses, coaching, all, all the things, my podcast, everything. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, that is all the time that we have for today's uh, podcast. I really do appreciate you, Victoria, for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to join us. Again, thank you for your participating and inspiring our many listeners with your incredible story and skill set. Now, we hope that you have all enjoyed today's episode, and I'm very excited about the many upcoming guests that we have scheduled for season three of the Happiness Journey podcast, filled with inspirational stories just like the one that you listened to today. Now, here are a few concluding words of wisdom. Fear of what other people will think is the single most paralyzing dynamic in business and in life. The best moment of my life was the day I realized that I no longer give a damn of what other, anybody thinks. That's enormously liberating and freeing and is the only way to live your life and do your business. So go out there, do what does feel right for you and do without looking over your shoulders or being concerned of what others are thinking about you. Live a life for yourself and not for anybody else take action today. My name is Dr. Dan Amzalag, and you may all keep pursuing your amazing journey in life.